trash talk, a show like no other. Four high school friends who like brothers. Trash talk, honest and authentic. They like teenage mutant ninja turtles with no splinter. Just a couple of nerds talking everyday life, keeping it entertaining. You just gotta subscribe. Hey, trash talk, we live in the mix. Four brothers, can't nobody do it like this. Hey, tell me why you waiting. Time to trash talk. No. Come hey everyone, welcome to Trash Talk. We are the best garbage on the internet. We are live from London, Texas. Giving you our take in today's pop culture, news, uh, TV, anime, and more. Uh, and then Luis has a note here. says, I know what you're thinking. And no, this is not the town with the Eiffel Tower. That is Paris, Texas. I don't get it. I don't get What's it. I don't understand what he's... Because cause it's foreign and Europe is all one big place. Gotcha. I am joined today by the lovely yeah. and magical Luis. Hello. How's it going? Guy who doesn't know geology. Geography? Geology. geology. And I am also joined by the CEO herself, Cassandra. That's a hands-on CEO right there. Um, <laughs> did you guys know that there's a, a species of jellyfish that are actually immortal? Immortal? Like, yeah. they've already fought everything yeah. under the sea? and Yeah. So, like... And they can't die. So like Saitama, just the floating version of that. Cool. Yeah. What's it called? Is it called Saitama? Exactly. Ooh, no. They miss out on opportunity. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, in Latin, probably. So that's that. Probably. Wow. Ceratopsis dornihi. I think you're supposed to say that with a question. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty dope, though. That one. He's immortal. Is it deep sea only? Are they poisonous? What do they like to eat? Is it favorite color teal? Yes. It diet, its diet consists of plankton, fish eggs, and larvae. So. That's some slapping ass information. Like CJ's way too quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I really tried to leave it up with a slap. I was expecting one of your horrible, like, what is it, bridges <laughs> to our next topic. I set you up. Oh, very the slap because there. of the Oscars. You know, I'm tired of that. I don't really don't want to talk about the fucking. Uh, let's talk about the winners of the Oscar. So obviously, actor in leading okay. role, uh, Will Will Smith. Will Chris Smith won. No, team. see, let's not make the jokes. They're stupid. Everyone, they're okay. overplayed just, just now. Just I'm tired one. of them. I'm tired of the damn jokes. I saw one where someone was eating alphabet soup and it had Jada, and then it was like Will saying, "Keep your wife's my my wife's mouth." I don't know. Yes, I'm tired of it. <laughs> my wife's mouth. This is worse than the fucking family uh, family memes from Fast and Furious. Like oh, it has gotten yeah. so bad so quickly, so fast. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that was okay. my rant. Just... I'm sorry. I'll, I'll push them deep, deep down, just like I do everything else. It'll be, fine. <laughs> It'll be great. So, actor in leading role, obviously Will Smith won, but nobody really cares because of the slap. Actor in supporting role, Troy Kostor, uh, Coda. Actress in leading role, we had Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, actress in supporting role, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story. Um, one that we called with the wrestle match, uh, animated feature film, and Kanto winning, we had uh, Luisa give it the smack down to everyone in that film so that was really cool yeah she had a few reverse eat outs in that match there's a memorable one <laughs> or power bombs is what we call them Cass. um cinematography we had dune 
costume design, we had Corella with uh, Jenny B Baven is her name. Uh, directing, we had The Power of the Dog by Jane Campen. Uh, documentary feature, Summer of the Soul. Documentary short subject, The Queen of Basketball. Film editing, Dune with John Walker. International film, Drive My Car Japan, which I believe was one of the first Japanese films to be uh, winning an Oscar. Um, makeup and hairstyling, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Music, Dune, original score. Music, original song, No Time to Die, a.k.a. Billie Eilish. So good job with her. And then the best picture one was Coda, which we, I still don't think any of us have seen. Um, production design was Dune. Short film animation was The Windshield Wiper. A short film live action was The Long Goodbye. Sound as well. Visual effects both were Dune. Writing, of course, was Coda. Uh, for adapted screenplay, for original screenplay, was Belfast. Now, I recently was watching most of the best, best picture. I did see King Richard, and I finally saw um, Tick, Tick, Boom, which was nominated for, I believe, uh, Best actor for yes, best actor. Andrew Garfield, and he really he crushed it in that one, and I liked it. But those were the winners okay. of the Oscars. Uh, just the heads up refresher because that's not being talked about a lot. I was kind of rooting for. I, I did think that a uh, Dune's visual, or I'm sorry, the costumes were a little cooler than the costumes in Cruella, but I guess Cruella's more fashionable. Question mark. I don't know. <laughs> Lots of question marks in this episode. <laughs> As always. Yeah, so, you know, uh, obviously the main takeaway was the whole fucking slap thing, but who knows? You know, the winners deserve to win, except for, I guess, I don't know. Well, apparently Will Smith is now stepping stepping down from the Academy. Yeah, that... Which I don't know what that entails. Nothing. I looked I think, it up. Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that he just can't vote, but he can still receive Oscars. So it, it literally means nothing. But again, the Oscars are literal trash and not in a yes. good way. So yeah. So like, even if he doesn't get invited to like the Academy exclusive, whatever, like he can still go as Jada's plus one because she's still in it, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So then, it's it's just ceremonial. Yeah, pretty much. Just, it's it's, it's you know it's it is that's what it is. It's just ceremonial. Just, yeah, to say something was done. Yeah. But going to uh, my favorite subject that we always talk about. <laughs> Uh, starting off, PlayStation announces their new PlayStation Plus sub-tiers. You have PlayStation Plus Essential, uh, Plus Extra, and Plus Premium. They, it's going to release in June. The differences are with the Essential, you just basically get PlayStation Plus uh, for $9.99 a month or $24.99 quarterly. With the Extra, you get additional 400 games up to four or $15 monthly. And then with the premium, you get an additional 340 games included, the 400, but you get backwards compatibility from PS3, PS2, the PlayStation, and surprisingly, the PSP. And that's going to be $17.99 monthly. I didn't know PSP games were on there. Apparently, they are. I don't know. I've heard mixed things about like the quality of the backwards compatibility. Palibility? For, with, with exclusively the PSP or just in general? Just in general, like how everything is going to oh. be. The um, PSP is where I found my love for Assassin's Creed. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which one was that one? It was the uh, it was French Revolution. Brotherhood. No, it was the. Uh, I think. War of eighteen twelve. Brotherhood. I think it was Brotherhood. I didn't know Brotherhood was Brotherhood on. Was on yeah, PSP. I did not know that. I don't remember. I thought, yeah, I know there was a standalone campaign. We went to um, um, female protagonist. No, it was a male. Um, we oh. were on our way to one of my dad's appointments. 
and my brother let me use his PSP and I played, I think I finished it, like the drive there and back. Damn. Because Brotherhood was a was a beefy little campaign. Uh, I think it was Assassin's Creed Bloodlines as PSP is what you played. Maybe it's Bloodlines. Oh, yes. Which I don't think I've ever played. I think that was like the first one that was released on the PSP before the other one I was thinking of. Huh, interesting. Yeah, something like that. So um, some of the thoughts people kind of associated with game pa- Xbox Game Pass, which has their app Game Pass Ultimate, which is $15.99 a month or $16.99 a month. And that one's basically you get uh, all of Xbox Game Pass on PC as well as on the console. And you get the two games for gold. This one you won't have. You'll have downloadable games, but there's no like mainstream games that first launch, like how Xbox has it with some games, like how Halo came out. Uh, I'm really curious to see if it's going to match up with Game Pass and if people are going to buy it, which I assume most will nowadays. But it's a way more expensive library, isn't it? I, currently, yes, I would say. Once you get to Plus Premium, that's 700, almost 750 games. Like, that's a that's a fucking collection. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, even the 400 games, if you're just a Plus Extra. I mean, Game Pass has north of 100 for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't say two hundred. They have a they have quite a decent amount, but the thing that's really good is there's a lot of exclusives that will come out day one on the Game Pass. Oh yeah, no, I do like that, and so that's been really helpful. But something I do not like. Uh, moving on real quick, GTA Online for PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X is introducing GTA Plus. It came out uh, March 29th. If you become a member, it's about five ninety nine a month. You be, you get five hundred thousand dollars direct deposit to the the game itself, plus opportunities to claim properties that unlock gameplay updates and you know special vehicle stuff like that. That I don't think is worth it. I think I don't know the equivalent of a shark card, but I believe it's like a million dollars for like a buck, or maybe maybe it's like ten dollars is a million dollars. Oh yeah, let's see. There's no way it's a buck. And so. It's just, it's a really bad, you know, it's not a bad idea, but it's really bad for people to kind of have this like, oh, you get this GTA Plus, but this game is, you know, almost, what, 10 years old now? Yeah, I was about to say, if this thing works and they actually get some money out of it, it's just going to further push back, like, any possibility of a GTA 6, I think, even though it's been released, or hasn't it been, has it been officially talked about It's yet, been no? talked about, but it, there's I don't think there's anything going on. So nothing official, yeah. right? Yeah, it's much like the next fucking episode in the Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls saga was teased like 15 years ago, I feel like. <laughs> and they just keep replacing uh, Skyrim? Yeah, so like, uh, no, it's just like what needs to happen is people need to get away from this game, which I know it's a fun, interactive environment and it continues to grow. But as long as it stays what it is, there's no need to grow from it. it they're still milking the damn cow. Just saying. Oh, by the way, as a, a quick reference back, Xbox Game Pass currently has 453 games for the console and 417 for the PC. So I retract my statement. Damn. Sorry, Microsoft. Do not sue me. I just bought a car. I can't afford it. <laughs> so, Cass, someone that doesn't play too much games, is that something that would intrigue you to play GTA online? Fuck no. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was quick. It's like, fuck them kids. I'm not giving them money to give me fake money. Fair enough. Yeah, and what's the conversion rate of a, a Dogecoin to a GTA buck? <laughs> it has to be pretty close. I think so. Like, like, why do I need fake GTA money? I can just steal people's cars, duh. We don't condone stealing actual vehicles in this episode. Um, 
No, something like when I was talking to a, a coworker of mine, we were saying how like it doesn't make sense to only give five hundred thousand a month because I just feel like that is not enough, and it needs to be like a million or more because nowadays a lot of the gameplay mechanics require you to buy certain like locations or vehicles and that shit already is like three four million plus every every purchase and so it's just one of those things where it also says member discount so maybe they're discounting that at a hefty price for these members. oh they better they better yeah what, what's what's gonna happen is instead of uh, that shirt for 30 gta yeah. books it's now 25 and you just you just tw- use 25 gta roleplay dollars <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, listeners, are you guys fans of that? Would you uh, partake? Are you going to partake? Is our opinion Is trash? Opinion Let trash? us know. Let us know. But speaking of <laughs> non-trash opinions, uh, Triple H, the greatest wrestler of our current generation, has announced his retirement from wrestling. Uh, he a went on. <laughs> it is a hefty statement. But he went on ESPN and did an interview with Steph- Stephen Stephen A. Smith. Uh, he was basically went into heart failure last September following a bout with viral pneumonia. Uh, at age 52 years old, he stated that he would never wrestle again. Uh, first of all, he has a defibrillator in his chest, which you know probably is not a good idea for him to get zapped on live TV, he stated. Uh, we wish the best... Wait, 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 wait. They they allow um, tasers? <laughs> I mean, if he gets know? hurt wrong, and then, yeah... A defibrillator no. only goes yeah, off no, if your heart I stops. Okay. Right, I see what you mean. Exactly. And you don't want it to stop when he's wrestling. Well, obviously, but I'm just saying. I just I didn't know what he meant by zap. I didn't know if it was the I'll internal zap or the external um, zap that was There was a the cattle prod zap. in one of the matches I remember Jesus. back in the day. Back in the day, so, but how long ago was really? that? Really? <laughs> Did just some random dude in the <laughs> in the audience had a cattle prod? It's like, hey, here, No, it use wasn't this. a random dude. Good job, security. Yeah, security would be on that shit. Yeah, Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn no, got cattle prodded by Johnny Knoxville recently. Oh, well. Oh, they probably just thought it was his massive schlong. Because he is going to have a <laughs> WrestleMania match this weekend. Wait, or this last weekend. Or it's today, yeah, as we're recording. Uh, him and Johnny Knoxville are going at it. But anyway, we wish the best for Triple H. Uh, I really, you know, it really sucks to like have a, a passion that you can't do. He was scheduled to wrestle at WrestleMania, but obviously because that happened, uh, he's no longer wrestling, and that sucks. As someone who is not an as as avid of a follower as TJ is with all this, um, I do have to say, wish you the best. And H is a good number or a good letter <laughs> to have three of. Just nice bulky letters frees up a lot of space. Speaking of. Way. Of H as the letter, HBO that. revealed House of Dragon prequel, Ooh. The Game of Thrones, will premiere on August 21st. Basically, it is the story of the Targaryen Civil War that took place about 300 years before the events portrayed in the Game of Thrones series. I believe it has Matt Smith, who's the main actor, uh, Emma Darcy, Mila Alcock, Olivia Cook, and more. Uh, I remember seeing hype around it, but I don't know if season eight's uh, abysmal season is gonna like you know take away its thunder but a lot of people were talking about it when it got announced i was seeing on twitter okay so the dude who wrote it also wrote uh rampage with the rock oh really hercules with the rock so a special guest is the rock yes the rock will be the mountain 300 years earlier <laughs> version 
You heard it here first. It's happening. I've seen Rampage. I can't remember too much of Hercules. Did you, did you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, you know what? If we're going to bring up our past memories, yes, I was I was an avid follower of Game of Thrones up until that last season. The last season just... I, I, I could like kind of swallow season six and season seven. Like If I close my eyes, like when you're taking medicine as a kid and you don't want to, but you close your eyes and you pretend it's something close else. Yeah. Right? Something yeah, season, season eight. Season eight, you couldn't look away from. Season eight was that like you could when your dog had massive diarrhea and it got onto the wall. I don't know what you're talking you're about. I couldn't it. see a thing in season eight. <laughs> well, that one fucking episode, <laughs> God, Jesus Christ, dude. It, I thought it was my TV for like the first like thirty seconds of that scene. I was like something. What my TV just gave out on me. And like, for those that don't know, there was a episode I think called The Long Night, where it was basically yep. so dark throughout the entire episode that you could not see a goddamn thing. I mean, you saw like random red slivers that I think was like some thing in a somewhere doing something, but you couldn't make shit out for at least what it felt like an eternity. Yeah. It was probably really about like 15 minutes of it out of a 45 minute show. <laughs> and Cass, someone who, uh, real quick, Louis, sorry. Uh, who's a huge fan of Matt Smith yet doesn't like Game of Thrones? Are you curious about this show? Uh, not gonna lie, I saw it on something like a news article or something, and I was like, "Ooh, that looks cool." And then I was like, "Ah, oh, it's Game of Thrones. Never mind." <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's just sad, like how much of a movement it was, and how much like is that Nick Cage? No, it's not. <laughs> um, one of the <laughs> One of the photos on the IMDb page looked like Nick Cage with like long white hair. Oh, it stopped me in my tracks. Um, I, I, damn it, I want to be cautiously optimistic about this, but I've just been, I've been hurt in the past. Well, we'll see if um, if Matt, I would say Matt Stoney, if Matt Smith can uh, heal those wounds for you. Stay tuned and find out. Yeah, we might do a, a trash talk or a trash of the week on that. They might be taking out the trash. Who knows. <laughs> But something that isn't trashy is Sonic the Hedgehog. However, apparently, according to the director, Jeff Fowler, he stated that the films will be a melting pot of ideas rather than directly paralleling the game of the series. Uh, in a quote, he stated, it's not always going to be a linear progression of like, oh, this was in Sonic 2, so it's going to be in the Sonic 2 film. It's going to be a little bit of cherry picking and a little bit of melting pot. There's so much great inspiring imagery to pull from of the 30 years of the games. So if we get it in one film, there's or if we don't get it in one film, sorry, there's always the chance that we'll re- revisit it somewhere else. So a lot of people that I've been hearing have been talking about uh, Shadow coming to the next film. Oh, I would love Shadow. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I thought that was the logical next step. I mean, yeah, I mean, so there's some and people, Amy. you know, a lot. And Amy. Also, did you... Um... Did you see the whole thing the with whole, Jim Carrey? Spiel about mm-hmm. Jim Carrey retiring after this? Yeah, I mean, it's I can see you know I can see that he's he's done with this and having Shadow as the big bad without having Robotnik it kind of makes sense and it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if he does hang it up you know I really I really enjoyed most of his acting anyways and mm-hmm. yeah it's just it sucks but uh, I think he's going off on a good note I think Sonic Two will be a good movie and I think it'll be he'll be fine you know. Oh yeah, no, no, I have no doubt. I just, I really liked the role he was playing. So if it continued to be like anything more than just these two films, it would have been nice to know that Jim Carrey was still there. But I completely respect the decision. 
Dudes provided comedy gold since what mid eighties, late eighties, late eighties, yeah, yeah. So, probably, but I'm excited about the film. Um, Do you think we're gonna see Supersonic in this one, in the second one? I don't. I think they're gonna save that in the holster for like if they leave it open for Sonic Three, so that way you have something to like still come to. Yeah, you know? I think because Jeff, because Je- director Jeff Fowler. He was very excited about the scene where Tails is flying in the red, uh, what is it, the Red Baron, and Sonic is on it fighting Robotnik's robots. That scene, he was like, you know, it just expresses my childhood, like this is what it's all about, and I agree with him. So I really do think we're going to see other aspects of the Sonic games um, in those movies, and I think I do think you know we'll see eventually Super Sonic. I don't think it'll be the second one, but I do agree with you. I think it'll be in the third film. Yeah. No, I love the idea that he's not making something that's hard linear to the games because it's it's just such a fun universe to pull from. So, like, why limit yourself, right? Because games are meant to be methodical and, like, you take time to, like, get through it, right? Yeah. Outside of all the, like, crazy cheat codes and shit. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, it's hard to convey that into a film that you have an hour and a half, two hours tops to, like, get your message across, you know? So I, I just like the the availability there. I'm all for it. Let's go, Sonic. Get those onion rings. And Cass, as a little brother, or who has a little brother that loves Sonic films, are you excited? I'm very excited, especially because, well, okay, so the original release date was, like, the weekend of his birthday. Um, Obviously, now it's coming out earlier, but that's his second Sonic birthday will be this year, and so I'm very excited. It's good timing. That's exactly why they released it. Exactly. Yeah. Just for his birthday. <laughs> oh, also, side note for you sneakerheads out there, um, Sonic or Fila is coming out with some Sonic shoes. Uh, they drop as well April 8th. I think they retail for $110. So go check those out. Speaking of release dates, uh, Breath of the Wild 2 has been delayed to spring of 2023. It was supposed to come out of the 2020 window. However, they uh, pushed it back. We have a uh, producer. Uh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. Uh, Easy Anoma. He announced in a video update, for those of you who have been looking forward to the release of this year, we apologize. The adventure in the sequel will take place not just on the ground, as in the previous game, but also in the skies above. However, the expanded world goes beyond that, and there will be many, or there will be even a wide variety of features you can enjoy, including new encounters and new gameplay elements. Uh, Anoma said the delay was necessary to make sure the game's experience is something special for players. The entire development team is continuing working diligently on this game uh, that he had said. Uh, is anyone upset about this? I haven't played the first one, so I really don't know, but I felt like that was kind of big news. I mean, it is, um, but as someone who jumped on this train very late and is only maybe about like halfway through Breath of the Wild, and it's only very slowly chipping away at it, uh, it's a great game. I'm okay with developers pushing back games like this if they're honest to the statement, right? But this is the thing. We've been we've had statements like this come out mm-hmm. before. Um, I think Cyberpunk is one of the more recent notable ones, right? Where they push back the game, and then you're expecting, okay, well, they had extra time to set everything up, and then upon release, it's just a shit show. I'm hoping that this is handled better uh, than other instances, and if it is, I'm fine with the wait. Because, I mean, it's... The original game is so open world. There's, it's just like Skyrim. There's different ways to play it. So not one one playthrough is not exactly going to be the same. But I do understand it's been out longer than I've been enjoying it. 
So I'm on one side of that. Okay. <laughs> Cass, do you think delaying a game will uh, extend the hype or increase the hype now that people know that they're working on it still? Or do you think it's just going to be like, okay, everyone, the hype's at a cap level, and when it comes out, everyone's still going to be excited? I mean, it depends on the fandom. Yeah, is the fandom willing to take the blue right. ball? Is anyone a Zelda no. fandom here? Not like hardcore. I thoroughly enjoy the games. Like, Majora's okay. Mask was a huge staple of my early childhood gaming. So then you Zelda listeners out there, are you guys, do you think the hype is going to increase as the weight you know, increases, or is it just, you know, I'm excited, I can't wait, regardless of the gameplay or when it comes out. And uh, more game news, we have a new Ghostbusters game, uh, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. It's a multiplayer game from Ilphonic. It's a 4v1 asymmetric co-op game that pits teams of four Ghostbusters armed with proton packs, particle throwers, EKG meters, and more against the player-controlled ghost whose goal is to scare people, slime foes, and create as much supernatural havoc as possible. I believe the release date was at the end of the year, as well as, uh, what's his name? Raul from... Great British Bake Off? No. Oh. iZombie? Yes? Uh, do you know, have you seen iZombie, Luis? Uh, I watched a little bit of it a while back. I think I know what you're talking about. Raul, I can't pronounce his last name, Cole, K-O-H-I-L, or L-I. Uh, he is an eye zombie as well as um, in Mass, not Mass Effect. What is it? Midnight Mass, a new Netflix series. Mm -hmm. And The Hunting of Bly Manor. But basically, he's going to be voicing a actor or character in there. Uh, he hasn't confirmed what, but he did say he was doing that. And I believe uh, there was a writer from Funhouse that wrote on this game as well, which is really exciting because really? okay. we kind of like them. Yeah. All right. That's cool. No, just, I mean, the whole gameplay mechanics I'm excited about. Um, I kind of like asymmetric co-op games. Isn't it? Is that like kind of like Dead, Day, Dead by Daylight and yeah, those kind of Yeah, so like games? Uh, one example that comes to mind was like Evolve, whenever it was in the beta back in the yeah. day, remember? Yeah, yeah, okay. So think that. Like there's going to be one like overpowered element for the one-person team. And then the four-player team is more about cooperation to overcome the power imbalance. Either way, I just like okay. it because... Uh, so, yeah. trash talk at night stream yeah. of this game. It's uh, just like the usual power balance in the podcast. It's going to be cast. Uh, it's extremely overpowered. The four of us are trying to call contain her. <laughs> she cannot be contained. She is a ginger, and you know how they are. I know. That's why we have to like do it like while she's distracted. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we can't talk about our strategy in front of the enemy. Today. I would like to see you oh, guys of course, distract of course. me. Oh, squirrel no because the thing is no, the no. thing is is i can pay attention to a squirrel and listen to you guys try to plot behind my back well that's why we're gonna do it in text <laughs> so it unless ej has text to voice yeah but i will know in i will know where you guys are at you're trying to like sneak up on me you have cj chipped good for you i've been i've been recommending that for years at this point. what i'm no. chipped is that where my balls went? <laughs> That's clips. No, you sold those, remember? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although it was at the same it was at the same veterinarian clinic that you got this done. So. Ooh. Yeah. Speaking of Ghostbusters, I did get some really fucking awesome Ghostbusters shoes. Check out my Instagram, level one up. You can see those. Uh it's really cool. I really like them a lot. They're good boots. Speaking of boots. I looked up. There you go. They, we there got you go. 
Fucking love you. <laughs> Wolverine brand is dropping some limited edition Halo boots inspired by Master Chef. Master Chef. Sorry, Master Chief. <laughs> Apparently, they only made about 117 pairs. Why that specific number? I don't know. It seems ridiculous. It's, it's like the, the Du Dubois brothers with the diamonds, but whatever. Uh, what? Super limited run. Oh, yeah, you don't know about the whole diamond industry? Oh, stick around. <laughs> I'll fucking teach you. <laughs> anyway. So apparently these, of course, things were sold immediately, um, and now they're being sold, resold on the internet. Uh, eBay's listing at two thousand yeah. dollars. Um, I looked them. eBay's up. listing them. Yeah, I saw eBay. They're listed on eBay for two thousand dollars. They're on some like God other damn. shoe trader websites for like, uh, I think the lowest price sells eleven twenty five, but of course they're out of stock. So the idea is, is like whenever that website comes across a pair, it will get sold at that price kind of thing. Yeah, one of the sites that you can go on, I know that normally sells shoes, is StockX. Yes. And they do they do a pretty good job of um, selling shoes. That's where I usually get some of my old ones. But yeah, on uh, right now as of um, looking this up, Men's Wolverine X Halo Master Chief order confirmed, sold April 1st, 2022 at $16. 50 so 1650 dollars other pairs are other pairs are going for 1400 uh as well as um yeah 1500 and those are just you know ones that are ready to go order limited like they have the confirmed order but the retail price for these by the way was about 250 dollars or 225 yeah yeah, yeah, but that, that's that's how tax. the shoe market is. Like, you could buy any Jordan at retail for two hundred dollars, but when it's resold, it's four, seven, thirteen hundred. Well, like four hundred dollars, I can kind yeah. of get fourteen hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. Are you guys fucking loco? Oh, I mean, girl, these people you, really love shoes. You haven't you haven't seen the top end? Of Listen, the shoe okay, but question: it's it gets yeah. ridiculous. Were you being serious when you said you didn't know why they chose that number? No, of course okay, not. Okay, I'm just yeah. checking because I was like, that's like pretty <laughs> obvious, bro. But um. <laughs> But like drum, just to let you know, Cass, just... that, those shoes that I those shoes that I bought um, were retail 180, and because I got lucky. But right now, on uh, they last sold March 30th for 164 dollars. Isn't that lower what you bought them at? Yeah, I just don't understand. Anyway, no, the shoe game is fucking wild, yeah, man. The shoe game gets crazy. That's why it's like people will like reserve whatever size they have available when these shoes drop. And then they'll resell them, like turn around that day, resell them at two hundred dollars over what they paid for. But and it's not even they just can't get their. You size. know the way to quit, to have people quit doing that is for other people to stop fucking buying it from those people. But fashion. But that's not worth yeah. it. Um, do you remember how much I paid for my Adidas, the no. Majin Buu ones? Well, there's a pair that just sold for two hundred and forty dollars, size twelve. I thought you bought it for that price. I don't. I don't think I bought it for two hundred and forty dollars. Okay. Or here, another size, size eleven, sold for three hundred and twenty dollars. The ones I want are those uh, sweet Gundam Nike crossovers. I know. I wanted to fucking try to get those too, but I couldn't. So yeah, I mean the shoe, the shoe game, the nerd shoe game is fucking insane. Especially when you get to crossovers with animes, like we're talking with the Nike Dunks. Oh, I thought you meant anything like. The, I, I thought you meant what? the the like the hentai shoes. Oh. I think they're like bands. I've seen them. They're questionable. <laughs> I don't know if those are authentically cross, uh, cross. What is it? They're platformed. hand stitched, yes. But yeah, I don't know. 
I, I and that was my uh, that was what I was just gonna say. I don't. I saw the shoes. I mean, or the boots. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm just not a boot guy. I guess I don't know. They, it, it was the right. You don't color. like them. It was the right color, Master Chief. I get what they're doing. Just a little too militaristic for me, I guess. That's fair. And they are Wolverine brand, which I think is a higher brand of boots yeah. too. Like I already get it but... enough. Whenever I get a fresh haircut, I always get asked if I need a military discount. <laughs> I think that would just make it worse. But speaking of Halo, the premiere, uh, Halo series premiered, what was it, last week? Oh, no, Paramount Plus. Apparently getting the highest ratings of Paramount Plus uh, watchers. However, that's not really saying a lot because I believe the only thing they have on there is currently Star Trek. I was about to ask that's what else was on there. actually really good. Um, that's TV show rise anyways. Yes. But yeah, I, I watched the first episode and it is fucking weird, man. Really? Oh, uh, Luis, were you able to watch the episode? I wasn't able to watch the episode. Instead, I watched Moon Knight three times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick. This is a, a CJ quick rundown. Give me the, the compact version, CJ. I'm going to give you that compact version, baby. Uh, it was good. I liked it. I really... Here, hold on. Hold on two seconds. Sorry, I have notes for it. That's why. You cut this out. All right, so the intro was very intense. Seeing the plasma weapons just fucking tear apart people was really badass to see. The gore was really good. Uh, you had energy swords that would go through fucking people and materials, and it just felt very dangerous. Um, the the graph, I guess, graphics. The CGI was good. I believe the elites looked real. You know, it wasn't too bad. Um, they had other Spartans there rather than just Master Chief, and one of them had my EOD helmet, so that got some thumbs up for me. Uh, the there's a lot of audio cues that were really cool. Uh, one of the ones that I liked the most was his shield, Master Chief's shield, being recharged. It was exactly like the games. Another thumbs up out of me. Um, however, we didn't get obviously they didn't use Master Chief's voice, so that was very strange hearing it be Master Chief but not Master Chief. Some thumbs down there. Uh, Captain Keys is black, I believe. Which uh, doesn't change the story at all, so it doesn't really mean anything to me. It was just a note that I was like, oh, that's cool. All right, because he has a daughter. But I didn't the daughter do something in the show, or am I crazy, Luis? She died in the third one, right? The of the too? actual, of the games, yeah. Uh, I remember her, it? I think, in the third one. Yeah, because it's not in the second. Not that I remember. Okay. Uh, oh, it was, it was obviously Reach. Probably Reach. <laughs> But they do bring up Reach. They bring up some things from the, the story or from the lore, but it's not, you know, it's not in canon, as some would say. It's very strange. And then at the end, Master Chief takes off his helmet. And that was so fucking weird. The last 10 minutes was so fucking strange because it was him without his helmet on. And he was trying to, like, save this girl. And I just didn't like it. I just thought it was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. It just did not feel right at all. Um, Obviously, I don't know, Cast, if you know... But then Master Chief never takes off his helmet in the games. Like he does, but you never see it. And so one of the, when seeing this, it was just kind of surreal and just un, uncanny, uncanny valley-like anyways. Are you ready for the surprisingly, my surprisingly deep take on the whole helmet issue? Yeah, what's up? Okay. I like the fact how you never, like that was never an option in the games. Because if you're breaking it down from like a story point of view, what you see is something that looks very machine-like, something that was built primarily for war, 
but you see him struggling with like his personality i guess is a good way to put it like his you see the internal struggles that make like make him seem human outside of his appearance right yeah so it, like that kind of gap and not being able to see the person under the helmet like adds to that depth in the game i think right so maybe just taking yeah. it out like pulling the rug out like episode one i knew he was gonna take his helmet off i didn't think it was gonna be episode one yeah, I knew I heard too that he was going to, but I was very surprised that it was the first episode. But the reason why he did it was to comfort the girl that was on board, um, because she was like a rebel and she was there. They were going to get like this is the intro of Halo, like the very beginning, because aliens didn't exist in a sense. Like the the Covenant aren't known what they're known for. Um, so there was the rebels and they were going against you know UNSC, and so they're like, oh no, UNSC, they're bad guys, and so she believes Master Chief was a bad guy. But it's kind of him being like, oh, I'm anti-war and I fight for the people. But yeah, it just it didn't feel like that. It felt so weird and played out. I don't know. <laughs> I fight for the people, turns around, pops two guys in the head. Yeah. Well, one of the funnier jokes on the on the, the series was uh, she asked him, like, oh, what do you like to eat? And he just responded, nuts, bolts, microchips. And, he, and then he looked at her like he with the helmet on. And um, and she was like, he's like, that's a joke. And she's like, oh, I figured. So he kind of felt like Mando, like like kind of going with like a Mandalorian. But I mean, even Mando didn't take off his helmet. And but you know, I don't know. See, uh, I, I, I think that's what I was expecting. That's a perfect like parallel to it. Mando had his helmet on the entirety of season one up until the very last episode, where it was like this huge like dramatic moment. And it had like massive meaning, you know? Yeah, and this should have had massive meaning, but it just it just didn't. Oh, I had a... yeah. All right, but let's go to the trash of the week. We could talk about this a lot more. Uh, Moon Knight just released last, what, Wednesday? Yeah, uh, technically three days ago today, uh, seven, six days ago, the time this recording comes out. Because <laughs> I'm in the future. Uh, I, and so since I talked the whole mouthful, Cassie, what were your thoughts? Give us Moon Knight. What do you think? Yeah, please, the, like, the compact version. CJ fucking ran out the last compact <laughs> we had. Um, I really liked it so far, but I am working on a deep dive of Moon Knight right now, and so based on that, it's kind of, like, much different, in a sense, like, they've taken... Are you talking about comic? Yeah. They've taken, like, a bunch of, like, big parts out of it so far, so it's kind of like, I wish I didn't, like, learn about this before watching it, but also, like, it's kind of cool to see the differences and whatnot. Um, I think the episode was okay. dope. I think they did a really good job. And it's very interesting. It's cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. It was uh it, it was like the way they went about it was really creative. Uh the sudden skips, the slow recognition of where the voices were coming from, uh spoiler alert, obviously. Uh it's it's gonna be a fun little show, man. I'm buckled up, I'm ready to go. I got some popcorn popping in the microwave. Like, I'm all about it. <laughs> One of the main changes I know that they talked about was not having Moon Knight in New York because he's originally obviously a New York uh, hero, but now they have him in London. Hence the joke in the beginning of the episode, guys. Duh. London. Um, <laughs> but no, I really do like that they moved him. It's it is different as Cass was saying. Uh, I've also been helping her research, but on I my own terms. We have comics. not discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but I've been reading the comics on, on my own terms, and so 
a lot of people are expecting Black Knight and or Blade to show up, and they really want a Midnight Suns kind of crossover there. And I hope that happens because currently, right now, as we know from Eternals, uh, you do have uh, Whitman and Blade in the same area in London. So it'd be kind of hopeful to see a crossover there. But uh, fingers crossed on that one. Um, yeah, uh, for me, I really liked it a lot. I'm really excited, as Cass mentioned. And then as Luis mentioned, seeing that confusion of falling asleep, waking up, and you're going backwards on a uh, was a cupcake truck. Well, not only that, but... Very scary. I like how, how deep this could possibly get, right? So, like, for instance, episode one, was that really, like, a weird Egyptian dog monster thing? Or... Was it just one of Honshu? Yes. Or or was it just one of the henchmen and he was hallucinating it? Oh, I mean, oh, you mean the the like the fucking hellhound? Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, I didn't think about that. Or that or true. like the CGI transformation whenever he gave control of the body up to Mark at the end of the episode. Was that transformation like in physical reality, or do is it really like outside of what we see? Is it really just Oscar Isaac? Like, just beating the just, shit out of this thing and or person. I mean, that'd be interesting to see. You know what I mean? Like, how deep are they going to get with this? I don't know if it's going to be that deep. I read about it, and I was like, oh, that would be interesting as hell if they did, if they took it, like, to that step, you know? Yeah. And he's just, like, a crazy person. Yeah, it kind of adds in a little more to, like, the anti-hero oh. thing. Like, he, he's chaotic, good. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it besides that. So, Cass, with with you being really into psychology and everything, and, and I know DID being kind of a subject on what this is about, do you think they handled it well in a sense, or is it just more movie kind of DID? Um, I don't know yet, because it's kind of hard to tell. Like, because, uh, see, here's the other thing. Now my opinion on it is a little skewed because... um. When I talk about it in the dumpster dive, it's like, it's not actually considered. They don't consider it disassociative identity disorder. They consider it different because Khonshu claims that he's the reason for the differentiating identities. That it's like, um, mm-hmm. because Khonshu is an entity in multiple states of the universe... That it's more of Mark's brain doesn't know what is real and what's not and what's from this universe and what's from a different universe. So it's pulling out different identities of the character Mark from different universes and creating one person. Oh, so it's kind of like a multiverse of madness within Essentially, himself? Essentially, yeah. Like... Oh shit. Right. So I didn't like know that. Mark's brain can't keep up with all of the things that Conchu basically his um psychological connection creates like a string through their entities, you know? And Mark's brain can't mm-hmm. keep up with it. So it's creating other entities in, within himself that are his multiple identities. And when, by the way, when people, when Cass is saying Mark, he's technically the main character of right. Moon Knight and, and Steven's one of his, his uh, other identities. 
However, the show flipped that, and so now you have Steven as kind of the guy everyone's rooting for, because if you just get dropped out of nowhere knowing that you are fucking uh, a Moon Knight, and you have no idea when or how it happens, that's scary as shit to kind of live through. And I think in that aspect, it's kind of cool, because it's like a different perspective. You're not just seeing like the, um, what's it called? Like the tough guy at all times. Yeah, you're seeing a yeah, you're seeing the the, the guy who the vegan ordering a steak. <laughs> I like the whole scene. It's like, how what cut would you like? Uh, I'll have the best one. It's like fucking dude. Vegan. He's so good. He's such a good actor. Cause like I felt so bad for him mm-hmm. at that time. Like even though he didn't set up the date technically, I was like, oh okay. But did you see the fan theory going around that Mark? Uh, left a, a, a voice message not a voice message but like he left a voice box for uh steven to call his quote-unquote mom and the postcards are just mark giving the postcards from the museum to steven oh i did read that fan theory yeah i was wondering about that too this on my second watch through i was like i wonder because you only ever see him talking to his mom's voicemail right yeah so like i wonder if she's even a thing or if like the other personalities or identities, or I'm not sure how to label them at this point. Um, or like concealing the knowledge that like his mom was dead or something. So mm-hmm. I actually kind of have an answer to this. Um, okay. So Ooh. comic book realm, um, Mark actually gets sent away to a psychiatric hospital. And while he's there, his dad dies and he's released from the hospital to go to the funeral and escapes. He runs away. And so from there, he really doesn't have contact with his family. Mm. So it kind of leads me to believe that maybe Steven doesn't know that the mom that he's calling technically isn't his mom. It's Mark's mom. And Mark and his mom are not really on that kind of terms. She sent him away, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know. It's just a theory, but that's kind of what, based on what I've been reading, what I would say. Shit. Okay. All right. Damn. Well, that was that was our trash take. You guys, are you excited for uh, Moon Knight? Are you guys gonna watch it? I talked to a coworker. He said that more than likely he's just gonna wait till they all come out and binge it all at once. And you know, I mean, that makes sense, but I'm kind of the kind of guy that is hyped about everything that comes out, so I'm going to watch that Well, we kind of have to if we're going to talk about it. I'm watching just in case we get... I, I just keep watching just in case we get another opportunity to see John Cena and White. <laughs> Never know what's Just somehow point. randomly, yeah, right? Hey, the multiverse is open, anything's possible. Facts. Also, keep an eye out for the dumpster dive on the website for sure, and then we're going to try and make a compact version of it for like TikTok and YouTube. Chicka, chicka, yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, I don't know if we will designate CJ as being in charge of compact versions. <laughs> All right, so to end it here real quick, guys, I have one thing. I'm going to roll a dice. Uh, it's Right now, this is a, a thing I took from Greg, and I asked his permission, so Greg said yes. So one, two, three, and four, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Or what are you doing? Luis, I'm going to roll this dice. And then we'll ask, and then we'll go from there. Okay. All right, Luis, what are you currently doing in life right now? I Number am four. fiddling with an Allen wrench. 
because I have to be constantly moving. <laughs> Thank you for choosing and a quiet fidget toy. The quiet fidget toy. Got it. All right, Cass, you got uh, three, which is what are you listening Crime to? Crime Junkies podcast. I mean, <clears throat> Trash Talk podcast. <laughs> so reviewing the content that we put out in the week. That is a dedicated CEO, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Holy shit, I shit you not, guys. I got two, so I'll just, <laughs> just fucking four, three, and two. Besides what the fuck? Trash Talk, I listen to the Crime Junkies podcast on Spotify. It literally has taken over my life. So okay and then what was the no second idea. question i forgot what it was watching uh what am oh, i reading currently i guess i'm reading moon knight yeah i'm reading the moon knight comic books they're fucking intense um he wears all white because he wants to see people he wants people to right. know that he's coming uh because he's fucking crazy like that because yeah. is white <laughs> yes and the moon is white yes so the moon's come is even whiter. He wants his enemies. Maybe to if know you come on the moon, there. Is he the op- the opposite of like that? Uh, what's it called? The phantom black, where it soaks up like ninety nine point eight percent of light and it looks insanely and imperceptibly <laughs> black. He's the opposite. Exactly. Of it. Just I guess so. Yeah. He's me when I have yeah. been inside from winter for six months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Radioactive level white. Got it. Harry and radioactive. Got it. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, CJ, yeah, she but... just described that she knows how to literally get away with murder. <sighs> and that was trash talk. Uh, if you guys want more, give us a like, follow, subscribe, rate us five stars, rate us ten stars, rate us a million stars. Uh, go to our website, trashtalkpod.com. Tell us how we're doing there. If not, go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Trash Talk Pod underscore. Hey, if, um, if we're trying to be the best trash on the internet, wouldn't we be rated low? No, because we're the best garbage on the internet, and the best garbage so, is rated high. What, put us at like the, the top of the second half of the internet. Like that's That's right in our space. Go to our place <laughs> and put us... I tried! That'll be over. Well, I think our place is going to be done by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. (laughs) We can just cut that out. But yeah, thanks for listening. Um, We hope you enjoyed. This was a really fun, really quick recording. It felt like it went way too fast. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.